Are you ready to make 2017 the year you transform your life? You can wait for something to happen or you're actually going to decide to go, go home after this weekend to do something about that. We all know that we have a very, very limited amount of time on this earth. So let's not have repeated years. Live your own life. Make the choice, make the decision for your own life. Fear is where you develop courage. There's a moment going, holy crap, all right, I'm gonna do this now. The wellness breakthrough is coming. And so you actually have that choice every single morning, every single day, every single moment to decide whether you're gonna live it to the fullest or not. Join myself, Marcus Pierce, and the wellness guys, Damien Christoph, Lawrence Tam, and Brett Hill for two nights and three days of transformation at the country place. 10 acres of breathtaking rainforest in the Dandenong Ranges of Victoria, February 17 to 19. It's each and every single one of you are gonna support each other in your journey, whatever that journey is. Couples discounts available, limited spots remaining for all information and to watch the spine chilling video, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Sit back, light the fire, kick your shoes off, because it's time for That Paleo Show with your favorite caveman, Brett Hill. Welcome to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Brett Hill. And this week, we're going to talk all about Hashimoto disease. Um, our next guest had low energy, poor circulation, headaches, body aches, painful menstrual cramps, and wasn't sure what was going on. Um, it got worse when her baby was born. Um, she had baby blues. She thought that her baby brain was never going to go away until eventually she had some tests done and figured out what was going on. Um, she made an appointment with a chiropractor, always love to hear that, um, who started specializing in holistic nutrition and started to turn things around. So welcome to the show, Samantha Stevenson. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Perfect. Thanks for coming on. I just realized I didn't actually check if it was Stevenson or Stephenson. Is it Stevenson? You said Stevenson. Yeah, it's perfect. All right. Excellent. I'm glad I got that right. It's always always like nice to get it right from the start so we can set the tone. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll manage to keep that up for the rest of the episode. Um, it sounds like a pretty amazing journey, Samantha. Um, it sounds like a pretty tough journey and it's a journey that I think it seems like more and more people are on in terms of... Um, you know, inflammatory, autoimmune-style diseases, thyroid issues, even Hashimoto's, which, you know, th- these things seem to be on the rise. Tell us a bit about your journey and, and how this all started for you. Yeah, well, um, it all started really after I had my baby um, because I always, I always had low energy. I always had headaches, but I lived my life and I just, you know, went through it every day and I thought it was normal. And then once I had my baby, they just intensified more than they ever had before. And so I knew that something was weird. Um, I luckily, um, I have a, my mom had just married a guy and his 
his brother is a chiropractor. And so I know that he he's into like holistic nutrition and Chinese medicine. So we made an appointment with him. Uh, he let us know it was Hashimoto's disease and we kind of went from there. Um, he put me on a great nutrition plan and a, a great supplement plan. And then, and then I worked to really kind of de-stress my life, take out, uh, try and take out some social media aspects, like too much TV and get outside more. And, uh, and yeah, we just tried to change it over to a, a primal lifestyle. And then I, you know, I found the primal blueprint through that and became a certified health coach and it's been great ever since. Perfect. Perfect. It sounds like, you know, you make it sound so easy when you say it like that. Like, oh, we just did this, we did that. But it, I imagine yeah. this has been a pretty <laughs> tough journey for you. And tell us a bit more about, um, you know, what happened when you when you had your baby and when you were pregnant and how that impacted on you and your health and your life. Well, let's start when I was pregnant. So when I was pregnant, I was working full-time and I just remember being so tired. I had never been so tired in my entire life. Um, but I don't really, me and my chiropractor, we don't think the Hashimoto or those Hashimoto's came into play until after I had my baby. We actually think that the episiotomy is what triggered my body to, I don't know, develop the Hashimoto's disease. It was that, you know, that trauma to the body. Mm. And so that's why the symptoms got so much worse after I had the baby, <clears throat> which, um, yeah, it was, it was really difficult. I luckily have a husband who he, um, he went through the journey with me. He ate everything I ate and he's actually feeling incredible as well. So, um, you cut out for a little bit there, Samantha, but I think we, we got most of the gist of what was going on. So hopefully that's going to be okay from here on in. Um, so yeah, tell us a bit more about those symptoms. I mean, you, you said you, um, you had some postnatal depression as well. I mean, once again, that seems to be something that is quite common in our society. Um, how tough was that with a little baby in tow? It it was tough. It was really unusual because I'm not a person who is depressed and I'm someone who was able to kind of look on the outside and look at my emotions and kind of figure out what's going on, if that makes sense at all. Um, mm -hmm. So I would cry a lot, but I wasn't depressed. And my husband would be like, what's going on? What's wrong? And I would say, I, I don't know because I'm, I'm not depressed, but I'm crying all the time. Uh, so it was... It was just such an imbalance of hormones. Um, it was really, really weird and really frustrating. But I think the most frustrating part of it was the the brain fog. The brain fog was almost unbearable because I would be talking with someone and then mid-sentence, I would forget what we were talking about. And I couldn't keep full sentences, which was really scary to me, especially, you know, because I was still working um, after I had the baby. Yeah, it's, it is scary, isn't it? Like, I guess having this sort of, these symptoms happen to your body and, and not knowing exactly what's going on or why it's going on. Um, you know, how did you feel, I guess, like emotionally and socially as that was going on? Like, did you feel like people were kind of looking at you differently and treating you differently when you had that brain fog and you were struggling to, um, you know, even just hold simple conversations by the sound of it? You know, people were really nice. I don't know if I 
even noticed it. But what I I did have to start doing was, um, I, I, you know, I'm in, involved just in like church activities and things like that. I had to start almost, uh, what's the way to say it? Not not cutting myself off for them from them, but I had to start um, lessening my activity with them so that I wasn't stressed out. I would get stressed out committing to all these um, activities that they wanted me to be a part of, and I had to just kind of start de-stressing my life. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know, being antisocial really was helpful for me. <laughs> and do you Which think that, weird. do you think that all those commitments you had and all the different things you were doing contributed to the problem? Probably. I think it added some amount of stress. I mean, um you hear that any kind of stress is, you know, even like good healthy stress like working out is still stress on the body. And I had too much stress going on. I actually I don't know if I don't think it's on my website, but I actually had adrenal fatigue as well. And yeah. so I, yeah, I had to. I just had to cut out as much stress as possible, and and those church ladies were stressing me out, so I had to kind of cut them out for a while. Yeah, and that adrenal fatigue. I mean, it seems to go hand in hand with so many of these chronic inflammatory autoimmune style diseases. Uh, once again, it, it's it, it's so common now. It, it seems that so many people are, are having issues in that way. Yeah, they are, and <laughs> we know we're just over scheduling ourselves. It's it's something I really try and push for is to just really simplify your life. You know, you don't you don't need to have your kids involved in ten different activities. You don't you know it's just so stressful on everybody. Yeah. You know, it's it's something that our I think our um I I don't know, I, at least here in the US we glorify being busy yeah, and it absolutely. needs to just relax a little bit. Absolutely, and and that's not just in the U.S. That that happens in Australia. That happens all around the world. I think is well, maybe not all around the world, but in many parts of the Western world, particularly that glorification of busy, and and thinking that we have to do so much stuff and trying to keep up with the next door neighbors. You know, it's it's full on. And so I think that's a great point that you're making. So let's talk a bit about the Hashimoto's. Um, tell us about the diagnosis and how that happened. Well, so first I went to. Uh, my OBGYN for a regular checkup and she had noticed that my throat was swollen so she said hey let's get your thyroid checked out so she did a regular um, just a regular blood test um, and my levels were at 30 um, and I I believe that a normal range is at 0. 0.04 to 4 does that sound about right yes for the TSH level. And so mine was really, really, really high. Yep. Um, and I got really frustrated because the nurse just called me. She's like, hey, you have hypothyroidism. Um, you're going to be on pills the rest of your life. Here you go. And yeah. that was kind of all, all I got from them. So I was pretty upset. Um, but then I went to my, my chiropractor and we ordered a full thyroid antibody panel. Um, and that kind of told us everything we know, which is something I'm so for. And I tell anyone who has um, any thyroid problems to go and get a full panel so that you can mm. really see what's happening in your body. And my thyroid or my antibodies were off the charts, you know, just working so hard. Um, so so um, we were able to determine that it was Hashimoto's from there. And... And, um, 
I really just started working on my program from there. Yeah. So, for those people who don't know what Hashimoto's is, can you describe us exactly what it is and how it happens? Sure. So, what it is, is it's an autoimmune condition and it's when your body, uh, it, it basically attack your immune system is attacking your thyroid and your thyroid is what regulates your metabolism and, you know, controls your body temperature. So I wasn't losing weight and I was cold all the time and I had brain fog and it just, it controls so many different things and you're going to have symptoms from so many different things from it. Um, uh, but it's, it's something that you don't want to mess with. You want to get that thyroid fixed. Yeah. So, for people who are thinking, wow, that, that sounds a bit like me, like maybe that's going on, you know, how would they know and what sort of, obviously, the blood panels are what they need to do, but how would they know if that's something they should go and get checked? Well, if, I mean, if they've had thyroid issues, if they have family members who have thyroid issues, I would absolutely go to a functional medicine doctor or... Even it seems like chiropractors are kind of ahead of the game. <laughs> Find a chiropractor that you trust and talk to them about it. Um, another person I really like is um, that you could read their book is Dr. Amy Myers. I think she was on your program, right? Yeah, yeah we've had Amy on. She's awesome. Yes, she's so great. And her new book, The Thyroid Connection, kind of tells you everything you need to know. And if you can't figure out if you need to get checked out after reading that book, then you're probably okay. Like she's, <laughs> she goes so far into detail that you're going to know if you need to get checked out or not. Yeah, perfect. And we had Elle Russ on the Paleo Show recently as well. And, and she talked about her book, which is the Paleo Thyroid Solution too, which was great. Um, and I've got yeah. a copy of that one. And that's, I actually just, just recently lent it to one of my practice members who had some thyroid stuff going on and she just loved it. She just raved about the, the content that was in there. So there's some good resources good out one. there now too, isn't there? Yeah, my, my sister-in-law is reading that book and she read me some little blips from it and it so seems like it's a really easy to, uh, easy to read book where Amy Myers is a little bit more scientific. Yeah. So either one I think is going to be really helpful to you. Yeah, or maybe even both. You know, you can get the basics and then you can yeah. get, you know, if you want the detail, you can get all of the detail there as well. If you're that kind of person or you've got those kind of people in your life who want to know and answer those questions, um, that's always helpful to have that extra information as well. So, obviously, you found out, you got the diagnosis, you've got Hashimoto's disease. What next? You know, what was the plan of attack from there to try and help your body to heal and, and to stop your body from attacking itself, I guess, more than anything? Well, so the, I mean, I f this is the first step to any autoimmune condition is healing your gut. If your gut's not working right, it doesn't really matter what supplements you're putting in your body because they're not being used optimally. And so that was the first place to start for us. Um, and, and I have written down some of the stuff the doctor had me do and then some of the stuff I did myself. So I'll read some of those. Great. Um, so the doctor, he had me drinking half my body weight in ounces, but it was really important that I don't drink water 30 minutes before, during, or 30 minutes after a meal, because then I'm going to, um, saturate the, the stomach acid and we want to make sure that it's nice and potent, potent. Um, the next thing he had me do was to just breathe every day. So I started doing yoga, especially because uh, I couldn't really do the, like the, 
CrossFit style workouts that I like because of the adrenal fatigue. So just really light yoga was really important. Um, he said that my my vitamin D levels were basically non-existent because I was working from home and I had a little one and it was winter time. So I had, I had like no vitamin D in my body. He called me a cave dweller. So he told me that I have to get as much morning and evening sun as possible. Another huge part was to um, go outside and just stand or sit or whatever in the grass barefoot five minutes a day. And I don't know why exactly. I don't know what goes into the, the grounding thing, but it was it was really interesting and I could really tell a difference when I was doing it. Like, do, do you understand the science behind that at all? To be honest, I don't. Um, I think there's some really interesting stuff out there in terms of, um, you know, talking a lot about energy and, you know, I think there's some interesting concepts around, you know, neurology where, you know, mm-hmm. stimulating the nervous system, the proprioceptors in your body and particularly in your feet can be really beneficial in terms of de-stressing your brain. Um, but in terms of the more sort of systemic effect of just grounding, um, I don't know how it works. I mean, we know that, you know, our nervous system essentially is like a, you know, an electromagnetic system. You know, it's it's a it's a current that flows through our body and, and so helping to dissipate some of the charge on that seems to be beneficial, but I don't think we really know why. Yeah, it's one of those things, but <laughs> if you do it, you're going to feel better. So it, it, even if it's a placebo effect, who cares? Yeah, it's feel totally, totally. I reckon, there's, I reckon there's a massive placebo effect for me of just getting out into nature mm-hmm. and getting my feet on the ground, whatever that is, whether that's you know the trails or the the sand or the water or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I think definitely, you know, whatever it is, you do just feel better, don't you? You do absolutely. Um, and so the along with that, and then I just had a list of supplements. Um, and then what I did personally, I had already, I actually, right before I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, I had read um, Amy Meyer's book, The Autoimmune Solution. Mm. And I had read it because I was thinking, oh no, this sounds like some of my sisters-in-law or my friends. Uh, I need to read this so that I'm <laughs> prepared to help them, which it actually ended up being for me, which was really cool. Um, So based off of her book, I had eliminated gluten, soy. Um, My doctor and I decided to eliminate chocolate, processed sugar, and green peppers because those were trigger foods at the time because of my leaky gut. Um, I started buying all my meat from a grass-fed source. I started making my own bone broth. Um... And then I started having some social social media free weekends, and that helped to de-stress me a little bit as well. Nice. And so, how are you going now? What's been the end result of all of that hard work you've done? Well, I had um, I'm actually five months pregnant, so I I have a little bit of the brain fog came back, but I'm I have so much energy and I hear other pregnant women around me talking about how tired they are and I just don't have that and it's incredible. Um, It's so nice because I have a two-year-old and so I'm able to keep up with him quite easily. Um, But I was able to get off my thyroid medication about four months before I got pregnant, which was so, so cool because I wasn't sure if I could do it or not, you know, if my thyroid was so far gone that I would need the supplements, but I was able to to fix it. So I'm hoping to get off my thyroid medication once the baby's born as well. Yeah, awesome. So it's 
you know, that's interesting because I think that's something that a lot of people are told isn't possible. You know, they're often told that no, uh-huh. you, no matter what, you're just going to have to take this medication, you know, diet, lifestyle, all that other stuff. Yeah, you know, it might help a little bit, but it's not going to make a difference. You're still going to have to take the medication. So what would you say to those people? I would say, I mean, it's it, it could be possible. Some people, you know, if your thyroid's not working, you need those hormones. So you got to take it. You know, it's it's a little bit different for somebody who has had an issue for so long that they've had it removed mm-hmm. or if they've had a hysterectomy. So it's a little bit different in those cases, but it's worth it to try. Either way, you know, following like a primal lifestyle I believe personally that you're going to be symptom free. You might not be able to get off the medication, but you'll be symptom free, which a lot of people aren't. You know, they might be on the medication, but they're still not symptom free. Yeah, it's so important. And so, one thing I find is that um, for many people going through life and, and going through pregnancy, as you mentioned, you know, all those people around you who are feeling sick and tired and perhaps brain fog and all of those symptoms, you know, one of the challenges people have is that, you know, a bit like you, they look around at all the people around them who are experiencing similar symptoms and they start to think that maybe that's normal. You know, the, the people often, I think, confuse common and normal. They think because it's so common, that must just be normal to be like that. That's a normal pregnancy thing to happen. That's normal, you know, to be that tired because you've got kids or you're busy or whatever it is. So, um, you know, what, what do you say to those people, people who are thinking, oh, well, maybe, you know, yeah, I'm feeling a bit off you. I'm feeling a bit whatever, but, you know, isn't everyone? Well, I would say to them, what really opened my eyes to what's normal and what's optimal is when I had my blood test. My doctor, he told me, he said that when you get blood tests done, um, usually they'll highlight what's normal. But what's the normal, you know, they take an average of all these people who are coming into the, the blood test center. <clears throat> they average that out and yeah. that's how they get their normal, which these are other sick people. Um, he's like, what we want is optimal. So, you know, you don't want it to be just normal. You want to strive for optimal. So that's what I would say. Yeah. You know, normal's not great. Yeah, you don't want to just be average, you know. Um, yeah. One of my favorites, there's a, there's a, well, there was a chiropractor by the name of Reggie Gold. He was fantastic and he would talk all about health and wellness and, and about how we do this stuff. And, and his, you know, he talked, I remember hearing him talk about, um, you know, the medical system and how often they do, they use the average, you know, and he said then they, they figure out what the average is and then they try and make everyone average. And he's, you know, he was quite a tall guy. He was probably like six foot four or something. And he would say, well, I'm six foot four. So, you know, what are they going to do with me? Are they going to like lop the top six inches off the top of my head so that I'm, you know, the same height <laughs> as everyone else? You know, and it was yeah. just such a great analogy because when you think about it and you think, well, yeah, like why are we trying to make everyone average? You know, why are we assuming that everyone is going to have the exact same pregnancy length to the day, you know, and then mm-hmm. and then think that if there are a couple of days either side of that, that's a problem and there's something, you know, we need to intervene and do something about it, you know. Why do we think that everyone's blood pressure should be within this exact same range when there's so much individual variability in terms of not just their body but the expectations they're putting on their body? Um, you know, it's, it's crazy when you think about it that we just take an average of, you know, the, the research in Australia, and I know it's very similar in America, is that about 77% of the population have some sort of chronic long-term health condition. So, wow. if we're averaging people who four out of five of them are chronically ill, then the average is going to be chronically ill, you know, and, yeah. and that certainly isn't something we should be goaling towards. 
No, no way. I mean, healthy people don't go to the doctor, so you're not really getting those averages as often, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I can say for myself, you know, I've been to the doctor once in the last 18 years. Um, I had like a little bit of a spot on my arm that was like a little bit of a mole. I thought, I probably should go check it out. And I went and got it checked out and I said, no, that's fine. And that's the only time I've been to the doctor in 18 years' time. So, um, yeah, as you said, you know, so people like us aren't going to the doctor all the time and aren't needing to go to the doctor all the time. Um, And so those averages are definitely going to be skewed. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a really eye-opening um, way to look at the world when you realize that the average might not be a place you want to be. You want to be yeah. living an optimal life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, the, what's common is that people are sick. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to do what everyone else is doing, then you're probably going to get the results that everyone else is getting. Um, now, yeah. you've got a website now called Your Gluten Free Buddy. Can you tell us about Your Gluten Free Buddy and what you're doing there? Yeah. So it's uh, my little blog uh, that I have and. Um, I'm trying to post some recipes, some tips, you know, all about living a primal lifestyle, but also a gluten-free lifestyle. So, uh, you know, I called it your gluten-free buddy because a lot of people are into this gluten-free fad. And I think that a lot of people still um, still eat processed foods, but I want them to see the primal side of living a gluten-free lifestyle. So that's the goal with that um, is to try and try and change the way gluten-free is perceived, you know, to be a more healthy way of living. I love that. I think that's so important because you can eat so much junk still and be gluten-free. You know, there's so much processed gluten-free stuff out there and you turn it over and you look at the ingredients and it can be quite shocking sometimes, can't it? Oh, yeah. It's got more ingredients than, you know, a normal normal cookie or whatever would have. And and that's not good. You don't want to put that in your body. Yeah, great. Well, th- th- that's an awesome way to start, you know, informing and educating people. You've also done the uh, Mark Sisson's educational program. How did that go? Oh, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Um, it was, it's, it's the way that Mark Sisson teaches. He, I love. He has. I do. I know that he does have a new book out, The Primal Blueprint. It's like a revised yeah. version. Um, so if anyone out there wants to get it, I would actually recommend getting listening to it on Audible or oh, on nice. you know a book on tape because he usually narrates it and the way he talks and the way he describes things things are are so easy to understand and so that's what I loved about the program. I actually I had um I had originally done a personal training certification. And when I got to the nutrition section, it was stuff I just didn't agree with. And I haven't used that certification because <laughs> it's just something I don't agree with. And so I, that's why I went out and I found this other certification that was more along the lines with my lifestyle. Nice. And was that done in person or mostly online? It's all online. So it's it's work at your own pace. They actually have a good... Um, way of paying for it to you it's just like 89 dollars a month yeah for 12 months so it's it's i I say it's fairly cheap because my next goal is to do the nutritional therapy program but it's it's pretty pricey to do yeah so you did that over was that over a 12 month period you did that course yeah i was able to whip it out and i think i did it in seven or eight months Mm -hmm. um but it's 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 pretty easy. I mean, you just read the text, you answer a test at the end for each section, and that's about it. 
Okay. There's great. no like essay or anything. It's it's a really great program. Nice. Yeah, because I imagine there's probably lots of people listening into this call who are interested in that, you know, whether that's just for their own personal knowledge, um, whether they just want to inform themselves so they can share that with their friends and family, or, or many of them who want to go on or have already gone on to become, you know, health and wellness coaches and those sort of things as well. So is that a program you'd recommend for them to check out? Absolutely. And especially because there's a, they have a section where, um, that lists all the primal health coaches. And I've nice. been found a bunch of times through that. So even being added onto this directory, if that's what you want to do is be a health coach, it's really beneficial for that reason. Fantastic. That's great. Um, so, Samantha, um, you're doing some great work. Um, people can find out more about you, obviously, by going to your website, which is yourglutenfreebuddy.com. Um, and they can check out all of your information, your coaching details, and also all those recipes that you mentioned there as well. Um, they can also find some great pictures of those on your Instagram, which is yourglutenfreebuddy. Um, now, you mentioned that you're also doing a 21-day superhero challenge. Tell us what that is, Samantha. So, um, I, I'm an M fit ambassador and what that is, is Emily Schramm is a big name in the paleo community and she, she's been doing these 21 day challenges for a couple years now, I believe. Um, but she, it's, it's a challenge, basically like a paleo food challenge with workouts and, and different things. You, you'll get a video a day, you'll get meal plans, you'll get, um, chances to win prizes, and it's $21 for 21 days, and um, nice. it's a great way, I think it's a great way to get off sugar, that's the biggest part of it, to get <laughs> off sugar, processed foods, gluten, things like that. Perfect, so how do people find out more about the Superhero Challenge, Samantha? Uh, I will have a link to it on my website. Okay, perfect, Yeah. and you also do some cooking demonstrations too, Samantha, what do you do there? So I'm going to be doing one. It'll actually be my first one, so I'm really excited. Um, I'm doing a free cooking demonstration um, out here for anyone who's in Utah. It's in the Salt Lake area. It's at in Ogden, Utah at the new natural grocery store. Um, so you can find more information about it. I'll be posting about it on Instagram, but come check it out. You know, I'll, I'll be cooking for you. You can try some recipes. I'm going to be making them from practical paleo so it'll be really fun perfect that sounds great samantha that sounds like lots of fun um the recipes look delicious i've had a look at some of those on your instagram and on your website so people if you're in that area yeah many of our fans in australia that's a little way away to travel for a cooking yeah. demonstration but <laughs> but if people are listening, you know we do have fans in the states and elsewhere overseas and if you're in that area that'd be great to go and check it out so thank you so much for coming on board today samantha yeah it's been so much fun thank you for having me Absolute pleasure. For everyone else, until next week, join the conversation on Facebook. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Join our newsletter list at thatpaleoshow.com. And let's help grow the paleo tribe worldwide. Join us next week on That Paleo Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.